You're listening to the Bring the Light podcast, episode number 18. I want to welcome you to the Bring the Light podcast, where each of us have a light within us waiting to be shared with the world. Everything we do in this life either increases or diminishes this light. As we become more aware, the light becomes our ultimate guidance towards emotional, physical, and spiritual needs. Together, let's take a journey and bring your light to the world. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you out to the podcast today. I'm Liz Watt, and I wanted to talk to you about some things that we've been experiencing lately. You know, this last little bit, it's been, we've been going through some pretty hard times. There's a lot of uncertainty. Um, it's very unstable. There's so many questions. We don't know what lies ahead. There's just so much uncertainty that it is getting very stressful on so many people. Everything that we thought was normal has been taken away. Everything that we thought was stable has been, has become unstable And hopefully we can get back to normal someday, but you know, there's going to be some things that are going to be permanently altered and we don't know what that is. And when that happens, then we get a lot of confusion that is just going throughout us all the time. And it's just so stressful on us. You know, sometimes the days they just flow into each other and it's kind of like, you know, we're in a dream. We're on the edge. Our kids are home right now and they're very sensitive and they're overreactive. We're all doing this homeschooling thing and trying to navigate our way through it. And it's been kind of difficult. I have four kids that are still in school and trying to get them to do all of their homework every day has been a huge challenge in my life. It has taken up a lot of time. And it's been hard to get the other things done that I would like to do because I've had to just really focus on my kids and their needs at this time. Each kid is different in how they need help with school. I have a child that gets extra help in school and to where he's not in school getting that extra help, then I have to spend one-on-one time with him, which is great that I'm able to teach him, but it's really hard to where it's seven hours of my day that I'm just sitting down teaching just one child and I have four kids that I need to make sure that they get through. And we all have these stories. It's not just me. You're going through some of your stories too. I have a senior and this is the year that they're supposed to, you know, be the great 2020 great vision. And it's going to be an awesome year. And for these seniors, it actually ended up to be kind of a really hard year. Things were taken away for them and you probably have kids in the same boat, just like me. It's so easy at this time to just get caught up in the negativity and the nonstop coverage of what's going on. People fighting back and forth. They're telling us what is best and telling us what's wrong about the other side and there's just a lot of negativity going around and we are consuming it from every bit, if it's the news, social media, wherever it is, people are fighting against each other. We're being divided. This is not who we are. We are actually born in tribes. We are actually born in communities that we connect and that we connect with each other. During this time, it is so hard to find that connection between one, one another. It's like it's being lost. 
every time we talk to people, we kind of have that feeling within us, should we be talking to them? Is this okay? How will the other person respond? And that is not normal and natural feelings. In Utah this last month, we've had a couple of earthquakes. And even though earthquakes are kind of scary, it's been kind of nice to be able to focus on something else rather than just this virus that's going around. But I want to give you a word of hope because I know everything that is going on around us. God's plan is a plan of hope, optimism, and relief. So how do we pull ourselves from the negativity and bring the light back in? It all starts with you and how you choose to look at your life. Is your glass half full or is it half empty? Today's podcast is not another lecture about thinking positive, but it's a message of hope. Hope knowing that you can do something. Hope for brighter days. Hope knowing that that, that this is the plan. Hope to know we are not alone. Hope that we have so much to give and share and love and just be in the moment. God provided a Savior to give us peace and comfort and mercy. Are we taking advantage of that at this time? Because He provided the Savior, He provided the Spirit that resides within us, a light that if we choose cannot be dimmed. A light that is so bright that it can heal all of us. I have a question for you. Do you believe you are put on this earth at this time for a reason? My answer to that is yes. Yes, I totally believe that. I believe that I was put on earth at this time for this very moment. Do you believe that? I hope you answered yes to that question. We all have important roles to help this world and everyone around us. We each have been blessed with gifts and talents. We just need to find them and use them. So I want you to look back in your life and see how you were prepared for this very day. What have you learned education-wise? What skills have you acquired? What relationships have you made? These are not done by accident, but to prepare you for today. The thing is, is that we don't know our future. It would be nice if we did, but Heavenly Father does, and He knows what we need, and He needs to. He, he knows what we need to learn and to prepare us for times and situations ahead. When I was having my children, I had all six of my children with a midwife, but my last five were born at home with a midwife. She had told me a story when I was, went in to go for one of my appointments that she had delivered a child Two weeks before she delivered this child, she had a dream, and she saw in the dream exactly what was going to happen and what she needed to do. When she was delivering this child, exactly what happened in the dream came about, and she knew exactly what she needed to do. Heavenly Father prepared her for that moment, that specific moment at that time. He knew what was going to happen, and He prepared her for it. And so when it came about, she knew exactly what she needed to do. Right now in my church, I'm serving as the primary president, and so I look over all of these children. Right now, unfortunately, we're not able to meet together. 
But I strongly feel that I was called to this position at this time for this very moment. Heavenly Father has prepared me to be able to help these children, even though I'm not there. So what have I done? Every week, I create a video that I send out to all of the kids. And it's just a lesson to be able to let them have a little time just for themselves that I get to teach them, that we get to be one-on-one with each other. A few years ago, I had no idea how to do videos. I didn't know how to really put together a video and make it so that the, the children could enjoy it or anybody. But what happened is when I started to get more into the part of my business where I was trying to show myself of who I was more than I needed to, you know, I knew I wanted to start a podcast. I knew I wanted to do YouTube and do a few things on there to just give some hope and inspiration. And so I started to play around with it. I now feel more comfortable making videos and I'm able to connect with these kids. And I have so many kids and parents reaching out to me telling me, thank you. The only reason why I know how to do this is because I was prompted to do this three years ago. I was prompted to be able to figure out how to do, how to make a video, how to be able to talk to the kids and be up in front of a video and talk to them. I had the lighting equipment to be able to do it. I had all the stuff that I needed to. I just had to have the courage to put it together. But I knew when this came down, I knew when they told us that we could not go to church anymore, the Spirit whispered to me and said, you were prepared for this moment and you need to take the opportunity to seize upon it. And so I did. So I just started making these videos and the kids have really enjoyed them. And I feel so blessed and so glad that I listened to the Spirit and that I was prepared for this very moment. This podcast, I named it Look, Listen, Live. I think we all need to evaluate our lives. We need to look at our lives and see where we have been blessed and prepared. And then we need to listen for the information that's given to us. And then we need to live our life. Right now, we need to learn to live our life. So I want you to meditate on your life for a moment. I want you to sit in a place, a quiet place if you can, and just relax. Take this time just to to ponder and to ask yourself these questions. Stop what you're doing and just sit in stillness and allow your thoughts to come to you. Evaluate your life. Look to see in your life where you have been prepared for today. What skills have you learned? What support team has been put before you? And who are they? What strengths has the Lord blessed you with to fight this battle? What characteristics do you have that can bless your family, friends, co-workers, your callings? Spiritually, how have you been prepared? What situations were you put in to help you to grow? Who taught you something to give you more strength? Take a moment and give them thanks. How have you been prepared for today? At this time, you might feel a sense of gratitude knowing that you are prepared for this very moment. Your life has been placed here to help bless and serve others. 
You are prepared to be an instrument, a vessel, a companion in blessing this world. What an honor it is to realize this. Fill it in your heart. A lot of times when I'm working with my primary children, I'll tell them to put their hands on their heart and just fill the spirit that that is in them. Just fill that. And as they do that, they can fill it. And you can too. You can fill that spirit just flowing through you. And when you put your hand on your heart, it becomes so strong. I want you to allow your emotions to surface as you fill your heart swell with gratitude. Stay in your meditation with a grateful heart. And I want you to take this time to listen to what the Spirit is trying to tell you. You might be getting guidance right now. The second part of this podcast is listen. What promptings or impressions are you given? The Spirit can speak to you in many ways. It can come in a feeling, a prompting, a voice, a vision, a dream. Do you see a movie playing in your head? Remembering something from your past? Sit there and allow the Spirit to teach you. Can you trust what is being taught? Can you trust knowing that what is being taught is for you and for your guidance? Do you feel the connection? Feel the oneness you have with the direction as it is just for you. Now your mind, it might want to go straight into analyzing mode. Don't let it. Sometimes we analyze ourselves out of every thought because on paper, it doesn't make sense. But God is a God of miracles, and often what he does does not make sense. This is the time that we just need to trust. Trust in his love, his guidance, his unpredictable path. This is the time to just trust in him. The last part is live. Are you going to be taking what is given? In this last exercise, I had you evaluate your life, and I had you listen. Are you going to have the courage now to live? Are you going to take your experiences and your talents and your passions and help bless other people? Are you going to take your thoughts and your impressions, your dreams, your visions? Are you going to take all of this and choose to live your life in faith? Faith knowing you don't know everything. Faith knowing that there is something better for you. Are you going to have courage to act upon it? Do you have the courage it takes to act upon your faith? Or are you just trying to conform to the world, trying to be accepted by everyone? Are you just going to live the path that everyone else is living? There's a scripture in DNC 67.3, and it says, Yea, endeavor to believe that you should receive the blessings which was offered upon you. But behold, verily I say unto you, there were fears in your hearts, and verily this is the reason that you did not receive. What is this telling us? There's so many things that he wants to give us, but he can't because we have fear in our heart. This is the reason why we do not receive. Is that you? Do you have fear in your heart? Are you not receiving because of this fear? It takes courage to have faith, knowing that no matter what, you are on the Lord's errand. 
You are his vessel. You are his hands. I challenge you to live your life. Don't hold yourself back. You have been prepared for this very day, at this time, and for this very moment. The real question is, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to shrink at the first stumble you come upon? Or are you going to have the courage to overcome your fears and be who you are? The Lord needs you, no matter how great or how small. He needs you. I often say, great revelation brings great responsibilities. If you want to live a mediocre life, then don't ask for guidance. Because once you get promptings, feelings, inspirations, dreams, visions, and you don't act upon it, this is the true test of our commitment to our Heavenly Father. There's this family in my neighborhood, and I had been thinking a lot about them. I knew that I needed to give them service in somehow. They're an older couple, and so I didn't really want to have to go there and take them something, but I still wanted to serve them. And I didn't know what to do, but I had a prompting within me that said that we need to sing a hymn and send it to them. So I pulled my family together and I told them that we were going to record us singing a hymn and we were going to send it to them. And I got a lot of backlash. Mom, what are you doing? We do not sing. Why are we going to do this? How come we have to do this? You can imagine there was a lot of backlash about it. If you have kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you have teenagers, and I have a lot of them, so there was a lot of backlash about it. But they agreed to do it. And when we started to do it, we had technical difficulties. And my kids were giving us a lot of hard time about it. Fortunately, we were able to record this technical difficulties. So if you want to get a big laugh, go to my Facebook, my personal Facebook page, Liz Watt, and I posted on there our first take of doing this hymn, and you can get a huge laugh because it was really funny, but it's these moments that we will always remember. But you know, when it came down to it, we did it. We acted upon the prompting, we did it, and we sent it. And I know that they were grateful because they sent back a message telling me thank you. These are the things that Heavenly Father is prompting us to do. He will prompt us that we need to give service to somebody. One morning, I was up really early and I was doing my personal prayer with Heavenly Father. And I just asked Him who I could serve. And I had, an, I had a thought come into my head that said, You need to text this person. After my prayer, I was like, why do I need to text this person? Why? I don't have a direct correlation with her. She's not in my primary presidency. She's not a teacher that's under me. Nothing like, why is it that I need to? But her husband, he was a counselor that was over me. And so I just started to think about, you know, what could I text her about? And I felt that I just needed to send her a text about giving her gratitude for her being able to sacrifice her time with her family so that her husband could help and serve me and the primary. 
I don't know why I needed to do that, but I did. At that time, though, I will confess, I kept on trying to talk myself out of it, but the Spirit kept on telling me to go forward. And so I did. I just listened and I just said, well, the Spirit is telling me to do this and I'm going to do it. So I did. Shortly after, I got a text back and it said, thank you for listening to the Spirit because this is exactly what Heavenly Father needed to tell me. If I hadn't have acted upon that, she wouldn't have received those words from Heavenly Father. When you want to give up, don't. When you don't understand, keep going forward. If you feel lost, it's okay. When you feel lonely, just reach out. When people don't understand you, remember this is your path and not theirs. Hold on to each of your stories, each of these times that you've felt the Lord's hand in your life, because these are the times that you will need to hold on to to go forward. These are the times you're going to need to remember. This is what's going to build your trust with Heavenly Father. You are going to be able to gain more experiences, and it's this trust in Him that is going to push you to do more. Live your life the way God has asked you to. Find the courage within you to live. So you have some homework this week. Look at your life and see where you have been blessed. What talents do you have? What situations have you, have you been in? Who have you met? What have you learned? Humbly ask what you can do and then listen. Whether it is a prompting, feeling, words, vision, listen and trust what is being said. Then live with courage to do what is asked. Remember, it's time to bring your light to the world. You are important, you are needed, and you are loved. Now go live your best life. Thanks for listening to the Bring the Light podcast. Please like and share this podcast with those who want to make this world a beacon of light. Our search for light increases when we recognize when it shines in our lives. Remember, you hold the power within. It is your time to shine and make this world a brighter place.